Hello and welcome to the Manager Mojo Show. Steve Caldwell here and we're so glad that you're here. We use our mojo to really become greater leaders. Now, let's get started by listening to something good. Oh, I feel good. I knew that. You know what makes me feel good? It's when people obviously love what they do and they're enjoying what they're doing. Once again, my favorite airline, Southwest Airlines, continues to prove flight after flight that their people truly love what they do. It is so rare to ever have an unpleasant Southwest Airlines employee. If your company is not using Southwest, uh, I think you're making a mistake. You're, you're depriving your company of revenue because you're spending too much. And secondly, you're depriving yourself because of the great staff. So congratulations, Southwest Airlines. Thanks for joining me today, and I really want to help uh, all of us uh, just really get our minds right so that we can have a successful year. I'm recording this so that we can uh, listen to it early in the year, but I'll tell you, no matter when you happen to actually come upon this particular episode, it's going to help you in your business and in your uh, life, and in particularly uh, your feelings of success for this year. I'm always concerned that when we start New Year's, uh, that people really and truly are not setting themselves up for success. They don't know what it looks like. And they, they come up with all kinds of excuses for why they're not going to be successful or why they weren't successful in the past year. And I, I want to encourage you to stop making excuses for yourself and to really hold yourself accountable and start paying attention because you only have one life. It's up to you on how you're going to live it. And if you just waste it, uh, then you're just doing yourself in the world a great disservice. And that's right. I said the world because the world deserves the very best each of us have to offer. But unfortunately, we don't often believe that. We don't believe that our contribution to the world is really important. And I want you to stop that. If you think that right now, just stop it altogether. I want you to start thinking about how blessed you are that God gave you the abilities that you have and how you can help other people succeed by utilizing those abilities that he has given you. Now, one of the reasons that I think people uh, fail uh, with their success, and uh, the biggest thing is fear. And it's not fear of success. I know a lot of people uh, have written books about, well, you know, what people really are afraid of is success. And then they talk about, well, what really people are afraid of is failure. And I happen to think that the real truth is a little bit more nuanced than your fear of, of uh, success or failure. And here's what I mean by that. I believe that the real core 
to why people are afraid is that they just simply lack a plan. In other words, they don't know where they're going, so they sure as heck have no guidelines to measure themselves as they go along the way. And then they act surprised because when they find themselves at a spot they never really anticipated, they think, well, crap, I never really planned to be here. That's right, you didn't have a plan. And when you don't know where you're going, you have really no idea where you might wind up. And so fear, I think, is based in this lack of planning. And I think uh, no matter what level you are in leadership, I think the lack of planning is epidemic today. Uh, people are, are simply just not doing the basics. Now, how do you know if you're not planning? Well, uh, a lot of people will say, well, I make New Year's resolutions. And then, of course, they quit following them. Uh, you know, five days after the new year and they've forgotten all about them because they really weren't important. They were just wish list. Uh, but in a business setting, I think there's some key questions we need to ask ourselves to determine whether or not fear might be working in our world and whether fear might be holding me back from success this year. Let me give you a few examples of, of what I thought about and, and why I think it's important. Number one is do you find yourself actually afraid to set goals? Now, you might say that, well, of course I'm not afraid to set goals, but I'll tell you most people are indeed afraid to set goals. The reason is because if they're asked to set goals by their company, nearly every person I've ever met will lowball those goals to their boss so that they don't really, uh, they're they know the boss is going to give them more than what they would want to do, and so they're trying to negotiate for something less. If you've ever been in sales, it's, a, it's the most fun thing in the world to watch salespeople tell you why their quota is unreasonable, that nobody can reach it, and then when somebody does reach it, they act surprised and say, oh, well, you know, they were just lucky. They were lucky that they reached it. It, it most happens in sales all the time, but it, it's not always in sales. People in every area of life don't set goals. They don't really know where they want to go. And uh, so they don't sit down and think about it. And I just don't think that that's ever going uh, to benefit you. I think your fear is holding you back because you need goals in order to get up in the morning and to feel energized about your day and to have the energy. And they don't have to be mind-blowing goals. They can be simple things that could be like I'm going, well, key goal is I'm going to watch what I eat this year. I can't tell you, it just blows my mind at how many billions and billions of dollars that Americans spend on diet control gimmicks. And, I, and, and frankly, they are just a gimmick. Uh, if you don't know how to maintain your weight, it's real simple. It's called exercise, eat less, and you will have the right weight. And that eat less means, okay, you can't eat all of the crap that you normally do. Maybe you ought to give up the, the sugar water, things like soft drinks, and start just drinking regular water. That would go a long way for most of you. I know that really helped uh, people in my family. Uh, I have a relative that every day he got up for most of his life, he would have a soft drink uh, for breakfast. And he would have three or four of those things a day. So he's consuming anywhere from 48 to 60 ounces of sugared water. 
And then he wondered why he couldn't lose weight. Well, it was real simple. All he did was quit those darn things, and guess what? He lost weight. But what do Americans do? Uh, I mean, holy smokes. They go on now and they say, well, you can go on. I, I noticed one of the major diet programs is doing this. Uh, they, they call it anything goes meal plan and you can just do whatever you want. I'm like, that, that is so stupid. Why do I want to pay somebody to give me permission to eat? It just makes no sense. I know if I eat vegetables, I eat fruit, I don't drink sugared water, that my weight is going to be fairly stable. And I, I could prove it to you. I've watched my own weight now for years. And I'm not as thin as I'd like to be, but I'll tell you, my weight is really good for me right now in my health. I really don't want to get much thinner because I think it, uh, it actually affects my health negatively. So I'm at a, the right weight for me. I watch what I do, but you know what? I don't deprive myself because I don't have to. I watch what I eat. What I mean by setting goals, it could be that simple. Just set a weight goal. But in business, you need to set goals for yourself. I know this year, I mean, I know exactly what my revenue is likely to be. I've already projected out what I'm going to do, what I'm willing to do for it, and how much additional new business that I want to create and want to go after versus how much I don't want to. And just knowing that number is very, very critical because it impacts everything that I do all year. But you got to sit down and have that conversation with yourself. But why do people do it? Well, they're afraid to. They're afraid because they think, well, if I don't make it, I'll feel like a failure. Well, let me just tell you, you're a failure because you're not sitting down and putting yourself to task to have that to happen. So don't be afraid of, uh, of doing those things. Do it. But let's go to some more subtle ones. I thought of two that I really want to point out. Number one, I want to ask you, if you're leading and managing people, what are you doing about that one staff member that you know does not fit in your organization and that you should fire them or help them get a job somewhere else in another division or another company, but yet you don't do it because you just don't want to deal with the conflict? You know what? That's just fear working against you because you're afraid of a conflict. Well, you're not really afraid of the conflict. The real problem is, is that you don't have a plan for what's going to be better. If you got rid of that person you know that you shouldn't have in the first place, you'd be doing them a favor because they know they don't fit. They know that you're not happy with their results. You've probably told them a hundred times and yet nothing has changed. I mean, seriously, if you go and bang your head against a concrete wall over and over again, don't be surprised whenever you walk away with a headache. Unfortunately, many of us will do that when it comes to employees because we just simply don't have a plan for how we're going to replace them, how we're going to make things better the next time. So what do we do? We do nothing. That's fear. That's the lack of a plan. Now, Let's go to one that I love, and that is, I see it all the time. What about having a tough conversation with your boss a, that where you know the boss is incorrect, they've got an incorrect conversation, but you just don't want to go there because you don't want to deal with it? Well, that's the perfect example of why I say that you must have a plan when you sit down 
and handle these things. You don't want to go in there blindly and create a fight with your boss. That's stupid. Don't be stupid. That's one of my goals is just don't be stupid. Uh, I don't want to be stupid. I want to think through what I need to do. And that means I have to come up with a plan. And if you would simply take the time and energy and effort that it takes to put together a brief plan, you would be surprised at how well that meeting will go. But unfortunately, many of us won't do this because we hate planning. We really kind of, we've kind of bought into this BS in the world that says, well, you know, I'm just going to take one day at a time and whatever hits me in the face, I'm going to roll with it and I'm going to do the very best I can. You know, it sounds pretty good because it doesn't mean that, you know, you really have a clue about what's coming at you. But if, if you're wired like I am, uh, you know what? I, I hate surprises like that. That just, uh, that does not suit me well. I want to actually plan for, for my life and plan for my success. That's why I'm so, uh, I'm so focused on making sure that I'm planning my time correctly because it's really and truly, you only have one thing. You, you have your time. You have your health. You better take care of your health, and you have the same number of hours that everybody else has. But most of you waste your time because you don't block out time on your calendar to sit down and just simply plan. You've got to do that. It's good for you. It's good for the company. It's good for your teammates. Uh, it's good for your boss because you're showing responsibility. But when you do, what's the benefit? If you just say, you know what, I know fear is not real. I'm not really afraid of success. I'm not really afraid of failure. I'm just lacking a plan. Then I think if you'll take that attitude, you'll begin to see that you can move forward successfully in whatever you deem to be important in your life. You need plans. You can't build a house without a plan. You can't go on vacation without some semblance of a plan. You've got to think about what's right for you, what's right for others. You owe that to them as a leader. So I hope that you will listen to this and you'll get off listening to this right now and you'll stop and you'll say, you know what, I'm going to block out a half an hour on my schedule and I'm going to plan my success this next week, this next month, and this next year. I'm going to plan it. I'm going to determine how I'm going to be successful. And you will be so encouraged by what you do. I'd love to hear how you did it. I'd love to hear your success. Let me know. Email me, steve at managermojo.com. If I can help you in any way, please let me know. Thank you for listening. And I hope that you'll put fear away and put plans in your future.